Hey lovely, welcome to the Truth and Transformation podcast. This is a podcast that is definitely not for children because it's a no BS podcast, so I will be swearing, we will be talking about all the things, so put your headphones on if you've got little ones around you. We will talk about family, we will talk about relationships, we will talk about sex, we will talk vulnerability, we will talk trauma, we will talk all the things. This is a self-love podcast so that you can start feeling damn good about you and your life. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you for being here. Hey lovelies, this week I want to talk about vulnerability, fear and confidence because they all tie in together. Anything you want is going to take you being vulnerable, like showing up for those things, being really honest about what you want. And often we can be kind of in denial about what we want because we're in fear, like we, maybe we can't have it, maybe it's not realistic, what will other people think, we don't want to be disappointed. But the truth is we all have things we want, we all have things we desire. So it's going to take some kind of level of vulnerability. But what happens is fear comes up and this can kind of knock our confidence and our belief in, is it possible? And the thing that I've really realised, anything that I've truly, truly wanted, anything that I've truly desired has took this, this real level of vulnerability of like, this is what I'm going to do. This is, this is how I want to do it. This is the thing that I really, really want. And I'm going to show up and do that. But I've never done that without having some, some form of fear, some form of like, will people get this? Will, will anybody care? Um, like, is it safe to talk about these things? Will, will I be judged for these things? Like this kind of fear of rejection, this fear of abandonment, this fear of nobody even gives a crap, Kirsty. There's always that. And the thing is, logically, I've been talking about this a lot recently, like logically, we know these things are BS, but we have this fear and we have this kind of ego. We all have that kind of for our survival. And I just wish more people would kind of talk about that because you living the life you want is actually um, a creative endeavor. And some of us don't even think of ourselves as being creative, but just by living, just by being human, you actually are being creative. Like the way you live your life is completely different to somebody else. So it takes this level of like you willing to kind of live it in the way that feels good for you. But that takes vulnerability, that takes paying attention to to what you want and your confidence. Like if you're if you're willing to kind of be vulnerable and go for those things, what happens is, well, lots of things happen if we're honest, but your confidence can build up if if you do the thing and you realise actually like I'm okay, I can actually do this and you anchor it in. Like some of the things that I do now, oh my gosh, they would have just been unthinkable once over. Podcasts, events, live videos. If you know my story, you'll know that I was like painfully shy, really, really cared what everybody thought of me. There's no way I would have talked about sex, pussy, being bisexual, things that I've talked about kind of openly on this podcast. Um, there's so many things that I just would never have spoke about. And now I'm just like, hey, let's go there. Let's talk about that. And it doesn't mean that I never get scared, but I've got the confidence now to do it. And some things actually that would have scared me once over, 
actually don't anymore. Like, I don't really give a shit. Like, my confidence has really, really grown and excelled in those areas. But whenever there's something new, um, I love what Brene Brown talks about when she basically calls it, like, um, fucking first time. And whenever something's kind of new, there is this fear. There is this kind of, like, oh, my gosh, can I do this sort of element. I've had it with the book that I'm writing and... um, if I haven't given an update, I know I've talked about this, depending on where you follow me on how many episodes like you've kind of listened to. I'm still working on the book. It's just, I really believe in kind of divine timing, but divine timing only works if you do and you show up. So I'm still working on the book. That being said, I haven't really been working on the book recently, but I have in another form, if that makes sense, as in I've just really been embodying the stuff myself and it didn't feel aligned to, it doesn't feel aligned to get the book out now that might feel differently next week, next month, whenever. But I'm still very much working on the book by working on myself. And then when it feels right, I will get back to kind of writing on the book, kind of trusting in divine timing and meeting the universe halfway by making sure I actually, when it feels right, get back to writing the book. Anyway, that's totally me going on a tangent there. My point is to kind of write the book or anything that I'm doing takes a level of vulnerability takes a level of risk, takes a level of uncertainty. But the thing is, like, if we're in situations that we know we don't like, that we know that don't feel good for us, but we stay in those, there's that level of certainty which we think keeps us safe, but often it keeps us miserable, like of certain, be, certainly being miserable. If we know in our bodies we don't like something. If we know in our bodies we're not happy about something, and for sure, this is when we we work on ourselves, that is super important because it's the one thing we have, it's the one thing we're guaranteed of if you've got my come home to audios. Like, the first training is all about, like, you coming home to to yourself. The kind of analogy that I give, there's a whole training on this, so I won't won't, um, insert it here, otherwise this podcast will go on forever. But it basically talks about that, you know you've got to land the plane, you know, because it's your effing life. So the thing is, you're always going to have to, you're always going to be having to come home to yourself because otherwise you're always putting your power kind of outside of you. So we're always kind of working kind of on ourselves and what we want. And in doing that, there's this kind of level of uncertainty. There's this kind of, um, there's this level of kind of vulnerability for the things that we actually want. It means risking being rejected, risking um, being seen, risking being abandoned, like um, risking failing. There's all these kind of risks, but the risk of not doing that is, is basically you won't have the things you want. Because as much as I believe in divine timing, as I say, with the book and stuff, it will come out in divine timing. We also have to kind of meet our desires, meet the universe, meet soul, like whatever word resonates with you or just goals. We have to meet those things halfway by actually showing up, which means doing the actual work, the actual embodiment, the actual integration on ourselves. But what people don't talk about is that takes a level of vulnerability. It takes a level of literally seeing your fears, seeing the things that you're scared of and having two options. You either go towards the thing you want with fear there and I'm not talking about this hustle, this kind of trying to make it happen because it's not sustainable, it doesn't effing work but there is always going to be fear there. So you've either got the 
okay, I'm going to feel this fear. I'm going to take care of myself and I'm going to go towards the things I want and I'm going to take my fear with me. Or you see the fear and you literally like go into the fear and that takes a level of kind of vulnerability so that you almost take the kind of fear's power away. Um, It's kind of like, I wrote about this in the Come Home to You kind of PDF that you get. It's kind of like, you know, if, if somebody was bullying somebody and you kind of like stood up against them and all of a sudden, like, they don't have that power over you because even if you're scared inside you're like, you're like literally rising up and you're facing that. So they don't have power over you anymore. So there's this kind of thing of like, with our fear, if we can actually like sit with it, so much can change, but that takes this kind of vulnerability of actually facing our fears and sitting with them. Whether it's like we face our fear as in our fear comes up, but we're like, I'm I'm still gonna do the thing, even though I'm scared. Or I see my fear and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get curious, and I'm gonna get to know you, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna love on you, and I'm, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you the respect you deserve, because we think of fear as this, like, big enemy, we think of ego as this big enemy, but it's not, it is just like, you know, a frightened child, it's just like, you know, if you think of kind of a bully, this is not to ever justify somebody who bullies somebody because you just can't you can't justify that behavior no matter what they've been through but we know there's you know that doesn't come about for no reason so when we can kind of bring love to it because you know anything kind of that is you know kind of anybody that's hurting somebody you know that person it's kind of they've got the absence of love in them And this isn't about justifying people's behaviours, this isn't about rushing things kind of under the table, because that actually doesn't effing work. But it is that thing of, like, if there's a a kind of depletion of something, then we can't, we're not going to make it better by depleting that a bit more. Now, of course, it's not our job to go around kind of, like, you know, trying to say, fix everyone because that's not actually loving. They might not be open to that. My point is, when it comes back to you and your fears, you're talking about you and your fears. So it needs your love because this isn't something outside of you. This isn't something you're trying to fix. This is literally just like, I don't need to fix this. I don't need to shift this. But if I want to um, literally be coming home to myself, trusting myself, living life kind of on my terms, then when fear comes up, it requires my love. It doesn't require me to, to fix it. It doesn't require me to have an agenda. It requires me to like be listening to it be giving it so so much love to really be like looking at like you know what is my needs what do I need in this moment kind of honoring honoring my desires or it or it's literally a case of this is my fear but my fear is not going to drive and I'm going to do the thing anyway and as I do that my confidence is going to build up because I will do the thing and I realize it's 
I'm actually okay and it's not as scary as I thought. So that builds my confidence up of like, I can do this or it builds my confidence up because I do it and I get the result I want, which builds my confidence up, which shows that I can do it or I do it, I don't get the result that I want. But if I don't make that mean a story and I learn something and again, I realize that I'm going to be okay, again, that builds my confidence up. But if, if we keep, if we go for things and we still keep the same story going of like, um, I, I, I'm not enough or it's never going to work out for me, then things don't shift. And all of those things are your fears. So if you were to actually to go into your fear, they would lose so much power over you. But often we don't go into our fears because it takes a level of vulnerability. It takes a level of sitting with it. But what we want to do is we want to fix it. We want to push it away. We don't want to feel it. But if we got actually really intimate with the things we're scared of, if we actually literally got like vulnerable with our fears, if we if we actually spoke about the things that we're scared of, you know, the, the big juicy fears. So it could be like, I'm really scared that this dream, this thing that I want is never going to happen for me, that, you know, nobody will care or nobody will love me, like whatever it is for you, or I'm really scared things won't get better, or I'm really scared that I will, I will be the one, whatever it is, even though we can know logically, if we get really, really vulnerable with those things and we're really, really, we're really honest with ourselves about those things and we get ourselves the support we need and we we speak to people who where it feels safe to kind of speak about it you know because as Brene Brown says not everyone deserves to hear your shame story and but for me it's actually it's actually deeper than that because actually what I realized is there are certain things that I wasn't going to just share with anybody because actually that was self-abandonment for me because they actually didn't have my best interests but then there were certain things where I I would feel shame about and actually I opened those up publicly I spoke about those things to everybody I mean not everybody but any they were open to anybody potentially listening to them if they tuned into podcasts on a Facebook live video like whatever it is and actually that that built up my confidence because I realised I was going to be okay, that shame couldn't survive me me speaking about it. And what I realised is, even if it was scary, if I could face my fears head on, it was so worth it because the price of, of me not being myself, of me trying to be something I wasn't, was too high because I was almost certain to then feel miserable. I was almost certain then to not feel enough. So my confidence grew because I was willing to be vulnerable. Everything that I've done. So, you know, I've got big, audacious dreams. You know, I want to be on, I want to have, obviously I've talked about the book. I want to have a, you know, a best-selling book. Um, I want to have, um, I want to be on, like, on stage doing events with loads and loads of, like, thousands of women. Like, they're big, audacious dreams. All of those things are going to take me showing up, being vulnerable so what I do is I kind of work on the next kind of step. So whether that's creating an audio, whether that's creating a podcast, like building kind of my audience, but in a way where I'm speaking my truth, because it's not worth it if you achieve those things. 
but you've been fake, you've been phony, been phony, you haven't been yourself the whole time. It's never going to feel good. So it takes me, you know, as I'm doing a podcast, as I'm writing the book, to be really, really vulnerable. And it's scary. But what I keep noticing, what I keep realising is it's always worth it. But it doesn't stop it being scary. It doesn't stop me feeling vulnerable. I've just created recently um, an audio series called Come Home to You. So I had to obviously, you know, it's about coming home to yourself. So I had to make sure in those audios, I was coming home to myself and I was being, like I was saying what I really wanted to say without curating. And that took such a level of, of vulnerability. There's a training in there and it's called Kind Mind, Heart Open, Wet Pussy. Because that's what I wanted to actually call it. That's actually what I wanted to say. But that was actually terrifying because I was like, oh my gosh, you know, people are going to listen to this and be like, what the fuck? You know, because it's not like a self-love kind of training like any other, you know, because honestly, I think a lot of the wellness stuff, I think a lot of the self-love stuff, a lot of the mental health stuff that we get taught, I think a lot of it is bullcrap. I don't think it works. And for sure, of course, it must work for some people because that's why they go to it. But I just think a lot of it doesn't work. So I'm sharing what's actually fucking worked for me, things that have actually resonated with the women that I've worked with. Because if I'm not seeing it, my belief is, therefore, it's because I'm the one to do it. I'm the one to create it. And this is the same for you. The way you live your life, the way you do things is completely unique to you. And it almost gives other people permission to do that too. Then we all feel happy. We all feel more empowered because we're not putting kind of our power outside of us. It's just never going to feel good when we do that. But you living life on your terms is can be scary at times and it takes a level of vulnerability like your confidence like will grow in direct proportion of how much you're willing to be vulnerable how much you're willing to be like you know kind of this is me and kind of like this is what I like this is what I don't like and you're willing to share those things and to talk about those things and to go for those things and there will be uncertainty like we won't always know how it's gonna how it's gonna turn out but your willingness to believe that it adds up and at some way shape or form it will work out and then also being like well what does working out even mean because for me working out means that I'm actually being true to myself that it actually feels good for me that I actually don't feel like a a fraud or a phony like this is actually this is actually what I want. So that means that when fear comes up, I'm going to have to either sit with it or I'm going to have to say, I know you're scared, Kirsty, but we're going to do this anyway. Not in a way of like, I need to do this to be enough. I need to prove myself. But as in a way like, you know you want this. So... As Wayne Dyer says, don't die with your music still in you. Fucking go for it. Like, literally go for it. Or, like, literally face your fear, sit with it, and be a friend to yourself. Give yourself so much love and be like, what are you so effing scared of? Because the thing is, it's it's not the fear itself that that's, that's the issue. It's how we feel about the fear. 
It's that we we let the fear drive. It's that we buy into the fear. But the fear is nearly always a lie. And even if it was true, like, it has power over you until you, like you would with a bully, kind of look at it, kind of square on. You know, it's like I said kind of in, in the last podcast episode that, you know, the cow runs away from the storm, the buffalo charges you know, straight into it and gets through it quicker. Like, the more we're willing to do that and we get ourselves support, and if you've listened to to the audio series, you'll get this, but the more we're willing to kind of fly our own damn planes for the life that we want, the more things that are going to shift. But so often we're not willing to do that. We're not willing to be vulnerable because it's hard. The reality is it's hard, but I always say... You hear a lot in the coaching industry, you know, some people bang on about how this is all really hard and then there's other people that like, oh, it gets easy, doesn't have to be that hard. And if you know me, I'm very much, it's actually both. Like, so for me, the hardest thing is, like, it's hard not going for the things you want and the heaviness is hard and the fear is hard. Like, that's all hard stuff. But it's actually, it's actually like, the easy part is, it's actually... It's actually easier to go towards the thing you want than to stay in that. Because even though the initial kind of, you know, even though that the taking those steps can be really, really scary, it's actually miserable kind of staying in those situations. It's actually hard and it's actually really, really heavy to not love yourself. It actually feels really, really shit to not be a friend to yourself. It actually really feels shit to be living life on your parents' terms or on family's terms or on, you know, the figure of what people outside of you might think, you know, it's actually really hard to kind of live with not feeling enough. So although it can be scary to kind of like, you know, invest in ourselves and to get support and to face those fears and be like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna land my own fucking plane and I'm gonna go towards the things that I want and I'm going to get support, like those things can be scary, but the alternative is, is hard. Like there's always going to be levels of hardness and then there's always going to be levels of ease. And actually it's, it's actually easier than we make it. The ease is, this is what I want. If I'm really, really honest and I'm going to be vulnerable enough to go for it and the more that I start doing the things that I feel scared of that make me feel vulnerable like the more that I realize I can do it and that's going to grow my confidence if I then kind of like anchor it in and I become aware of what I've done and I pat myself on the back because here's what I see people create kind of radical shifts in their lives and they don't even recognize it they might have you know started it could be something like they started listening to kind of my stuff. They wouldn't acknowledge that is kind of like making progress sort of thing. But actually, there's so many people who would never, they're so in their conditioning, they wouldn't even listen to a podcast like this because they're still in the, oh, it's bad to love yourself crap. You know, and it's like, wherever you're at, it's it's all good. Like, but you didn't stumble across this podcast episode by coincidence. So we're actually always making more progress than we realise, but it's also knowing that we don't need to keep making progress. Like, love yourself where you're at, because that is love. Love is not, I'll love you when you get to this stage. 
So if you could recognize right here, right now, you're already doing like a million times better than you'll ever realize. You're always more powerful than you'll ever realize. I always say this to people. And there's always like literal miracles happening right now that you can't see always there's always things that are shifting there's always things at your fingertip and what you do makes such a difference and how you speak to yourself and your willingness to be vulnerable and your willingness to show up and your willingness to do things that scare you as I say there's nothing I've done there's nothing that I've created that hasn't required me to be vulnerable that hasn't required me to open myself up to being rejected to failing and as you know um I don't believe kind of, I say, as you know, if you're new here, you might not, but if I don't believe on a soul level, that soul's ever going, oh, you failed. But as humans, we feel failure. So all of these things require me to open myself up to be rejected because the reality is not everybody's going to like you. But when you love yourself, you don't need everybody to like you. So it, it takes a level of opening yourself up to rejection, opening yourself up to failure. But the thing is, we can fail regardless. We fail by default, by not going for things we want, because it doesn't feel good. We can be rejected by not being true to ourselves. So you might as well be true to yourself. You can fail at your dreams for sure if you don't go towards them. Pretty much guaranteed. And yes, I believe you can't miss anything that is meant for you. I truly, truly, truly believe that. I also know that if you have dreams, if you have desires in your heart, your work of being human is to meet your soul desires halfway by showing up for them. What does showing up mean? It means one of two things. Either you're scared and you move towards those things anyway, you're vulnerable and you do that. So that's like aligned action. Or you trust that you can be still and things come to you because you've been planting seeds your whole life and things at any point moment can can bloom and you actually get still and you face that fear head on just as if it was kind of like a bully in front of you and in doing that things shift whether solutions come up whether an inspired idea comes whether you get the healing you need whether you manifest something but it's such an effing game changer so if you would like to work with me more, check out kirstyd.com. I've got this one year experience where you get the come home to your audios, you get my workshop, you get every course I've done, you work with me one-to-one for three months. It is truly, truly, truly incredible. I'm so effing proud of it. So check that out at kirstyd.com because it's just going to be phenomenal. And I'm going to be back here next week and um series one as I said is wrapping up we're going for 22 episodes so if you haven't watched the others you can go follow your intuition follow your soul um let that kind of guide you on whatever episodes kind of resonate with you and if you want to see kind of more loving empowered self-loving just love in general world um please do leave us a review because it really really helps this podcast get out there 
And I just really, really believe if we all felt more empowered, if we're all living more in our truths, it would be such a game changer. So do share this in whatever way feels good. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here. I will be back here next week with another podcast episode and I'm so grateful for you. Namaste.